Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today we're talking with Dr. Norman McCulloch of Hamilton Wound and Hyperbaric Center, located inside the Medical Arts Building in Dalton, Georgia. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. McCulloch. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. I'm glad you are. Dr. McCulloch is a board-certified wound care physician. Dr. McCulloch, why did you choose to become a wound care physician? That's a good question. Well, it really combines two of my passions. One, treating chronic, difficult-to-treat patients with wounds. Um, as well as scuba diving. Um, early in my residency <laughs> career, um, I got scuba diving. Scuba diving, yes. And you'll be surprised how much hyperbaric oxygen plays a role in both of those. So it really combined both my hobbies and clinical interests in one. Well, I got to tell you, we're going to talk about hyperbaric. Okay. Okay. Because the, uh, before the interview started, I told you, I said, I, I honestly don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. So I am very interested in this because if it's what I think it is, mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be something that will help a lot of people, and that I'm sure has helped a lot of people Absolutely. before. Uh, now, what are some of the uh, the services that you offer at uh, the Hamilton Wound and Hyperbaric Center? Well, at Hamilton Wound and Hyperbaric Center, we treat various patients with chronic non-healing wounds, including diabetic leg ulcers, venous leg ulcers, arterial ulcers, acute and traumatic wounds, surgical um, wounds, wounds that are chronically inhibited to the healing process by, let's say, radiation therapy, um, as well as any chemotherapy. So we treat a wide variety of patients. We also provide um, wound and ostomy care, and we can get into that a little bit later as well. So we really are the jack of all in regards to patients who have these chronic debilitating wounds that have just not responded to traditional treatments. Oh, I understand. Now, this yeah. is going to be a lot of wounds just because of the the patient's condition won't heal. Absolutely. Sometimes they may have a disease they or may something. have an underlying, yes. So definitely with chronic non-healing wounds, um, you can have factors that are locally around the wound or systemically, whether it's heart disease, peripheral vascular disease, anemia, things of that nature, COPD, where you're not getting enough oxygen. No oxygen, no blood, no healing. I, understand. I tell my patients that. Well, that is very important, and you're right. Uh, we know that diabetes is a systemic disease that affects everything from the eyes down to the feet. So you don't have the circulation. So now you don't have the oxygen. You also have impaired neuropathy. So it really is a vicious cycle where you can't feel the trauma, nor do you have the internal response to um, kind of combat the infection because the oxygen and the blood flow um, is compromised. So it gets into a vicious cycle where infection then develops. That becomes more of a chronic problem. It gets to a point where then you can't fight the infection because the diabetes has really reduced your ability uh, to combat that infection. And then, unfortunately, you get to the point where amputation may be the last result. And again, in Hamilton Wound and Hyperbaric Center, um, we're able to aggressively treat that. And it's multidisciplinary. I understand. And whenever you focus on the patient and you focus on what's going on, uh, you can tell them, as you said, it's not just about the wound. There's other things that... that they need to do absolutely that will help this absolutely well i'm anxious to find out what those things are yes okay in addition to what we provide in regards to the wound care debris appropriate wound dressings we make sure that the patient focuses on aggressively controlling their diabetes and i'm sure that you've been uh known about your a1c and keeping that under control and that's a measure of how well controlled your diabetes is so if the patient comes in and let's say that their a1c is not as controlled or optimal as it should be we make sure that we refer them to our diabetes 
Diabetes Education Center partners and providers so that they can get an aggressive, comprehensive approach to managing their diabetes. We also talked about the vascular disease. And if I identify in our wound care center that they may have an issue with their vascular, especially peripheral vascular disease, I make sure that we refer them to our vascular partners, again, um, in the same building so that they can assess, address, and provide any intervention that could potentially create the perfect environment for their wounds to heal. So it really is a comprehensive Which approach. is a blood flow situation. Which is a blood flow, yes, absolutely. And that so, plaque gets in there and just won't let your blood flow. Absolutely. And it, that goes back to cholesterol. Absolutely. And so at Hamilton Wound Care and Hyperbarics, we definitely try to make sure we focus comprehensively. And I don't lose sight of the fact that the wound or its ability or inability to heal is not a reflection of what's going on locally. Sometimes it's what's going on in the rest of your body. So if your A1C is out of control, it doesn't matter what we put on it in terms of the appropriate dressing or the interventions that we do. If you're not controlling the diabetes, you're operating behind the eight ball, so to speak, I in, in a war yeah. that's going on. Yeah, I understand. Dr. McCulloch, what's some other conditions that uh, put people at risk for a non-healing wound? Well, thank you for asking that question. Um, there's a variety of conditions, and at Hamilton Wound Care and Hyperbaric Center, we specialize in um, healing problem wounds that can result, as we mentioned before, from um, complications stemming from diabetes, but also venous insufficiency, peripheral vascular disease, namely arterial insufficiency or peripheral arterial disease, um, pressure ulcers, radiation burns, um, or damage from radiation therapy if a patient has had that due to underlying malignancy, infections in the bone, surgical wounds, traumatic wounds, and then uh, simple burns. What about hyperbaric oxygen therapy? I heard you talking about hyperbaric a few minutes ago. We didn't really get into that. How does hyperbaric oxygen therapy actually work? Well, hyperbaric oxygen therapy is a treatment in which a patient breathes 100% oxygen um, in a pressurized chamber at a pressure greater than atmospheric pressure. A lot of scientific themes right there, but essentially it is forcing 100% oxygen into areas that it may not readily get to based on our normal blood flow. And there's a lot of physics and chemistry behind it, but I alluded to the fact that under increased pressure, as well as the concentration of oxygen, you're able to force that gas more readily into the solution, which means the water component of our blood, and that's able to dissolve over into the areas that may be devoid of oxygen. That is very complicated. Yes. That is very complicated and, and a great explanation because I've got so many ideas going through my head. Now, wait a minute. You, when we first started talking, you started talking about diving. Correct. Yes. And I was going to ask, is this similar to what they put folks who are diving they come they come back up and they get something called the bends? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So in the diving community, it's called a recompression chamber. A recompression chamber. And the Navy has been using this for years and decades. And it's only recently, a couple of decades ago, that it's found its utility in, as adjunctive therapy in chronic non-healing wounds. So it's the same uh, mechanics in regards to oxygen delivery that's being used, but to accomplish different feats. In the bends or what is uh, primarily called decompression sickness, nitrogen bubbles accumulate in your body and blood when you're underneath the water. And if you come up too fast, those bubbles come out solution. Putting you in a recompression chamber allows you to eliminate those nitrogen bubbles as well as provide you with the much needed oxygen that you may have been starved of. In regards to wound care, the 100% oxygen essentially acts as a drug to stimulate wound healing at the cellular level. 
That is wonderful. Yes. That is great. And so you have these chambers at your place. Correct. Yes, we have three of the chambers at our wound care center. Now, what, what is a chamber like? Is it like a big room? Well, is it like a tube? What is that like? Well, there are actually two types of chambers, monoplace and multiplace. And we have three monoplace chambers in which it's a private chamber for one patient at a time. Okay. And it looks, and I tell my patients, it looks like a large glass fishbowl where you can <laughs> see out of and you can see your environment. Okay. So some patients think that, okay, I'm going into a chamber. It's like uh, a domicile back in draconian ever. Yeah, um, you know. Oh, I've got this pictured in my head, and, and I'm thinking, I'm you know, if you're going to put me into into something, you know, that's just going to squeeze and you know, pressure pr- yeah. that pressure in there. You know, and once the patients see it, they say, okay, well, it looks like a large kind of plexiglass tube. They're actually made of acrylic. Once you're in the chamber, you can lie down flat. Some patients choose to kind of just lie back semi-recumbent or at 30 degrees or more in a relaxed position. You can watch TV. There's not a TV in there. There's not a TV in there. There's a TV hooked up on top. So because it's a glass um, see-through, you can definitely see the TV. Right. right? And each chamber has its own personal TV. Now, how long will you go into that chamber at a time? Well, each treatment lasts between 90 and 120 minutes. And each treatment, you essentially have about 8 to 10 minutes at the beginning enough each treatment which are either being pressurized or depressurized okay once you are pressurized you're essentially comfortable and it's almost as if you're in your normal environment you watch tv go to sleep oh, um that is wake you that would up. be great yes. so in the middle of the day i can go take a two-hour break and i my i don't have my phone with you me you don't have your phone with i you. got a tv i can look at absolutely and just relax and heal all at the same time. Absolutely. And a treatment profile may be anywhere from 30 to 40 treatments, which means five days a week, anywhere from six to eight weeks or longer, depending on how you clinically progress. I understand. Well, how do you sign up? <laughs> that is that would be so relaxing. You get busy at work and then you go do that. Uh, you know, that's, I'm only joking about yes. that. But that is uh, that is wonderful. Yes, that yes. truly is wonderful. I, and I'm I'm showing my ignorance. I did not know that we had such a thing in our community. Well, absolutely. And and hyperbaric oxygen therapy is really gaining traction um, recently in regards to its usefulness in these chronic non-healing wounds. And as I mentioned before, to simplify. It, no oxygen, no blood, no healing. That's right. So no really oxygen, no blood, no healing. You tell that to your patients. I absolutely tell that to my patients. And so that encompasses the whole gamut of what we talked about. If there's a problem with your blood flow, I refer you to vascular. If you're a diabetic and it's uncontrolled, I refer you to diabetes. If I need to put you on antibiotics, I'll put you on antibiotics. But all of that has to work in concert. Wound healing is essentially an orchestrated process that should go through a series of steps. When those steps are halted for whatever reason, the key is finding out what's going on that halted that series of wound healing progression. Wow, that is something. I got two questions for you. Number yes. one, what does it feel like when you're in when you're in the chamber? Mm-hmm. I mean, can you feel the pressure on your skin, or does it just feel like you're you're sitting in a room? Essentially, the treatment is benign. It's no more than if you were on an airplane and you felt the cabin being pressurized right, yes. and you felt the change in the air pressure in your ears. Aside from that, once you're equalized, you just like on an airplane, you don't feel uncomfortable. They've already pressurized the cabin, but you're none the wiser. And it's the same thing with a hyperbaric. Relating it to an airplane is great. I have heard of oxygen bars yes. where you go in and you get oxygen. Does that anything like this at all? Absolutely I mean, does not. It, 
it doesn't do any of the same things? Absolutely not. In I fact, don't even know what an oxygen bar is. I've heard of it, but I don't even know what it does. Well, everything has its novelty, but the key difference in where hyperbaric oxygen therapy differs from oxygen bars is that you have two key components, the 100% oxygen as well as the pressure. So remember I said that hyperbaric oxygen is delivered at a pressure greater than atmospheric pressure. Gotcha. Nowhere on the earth are we at that level unless you go up in elevation where the pressure then decreases. Mahai City in Denver, for example, Mm -hmm. um, has a little bit less atmospheric pressure. If you go beneath the Earth's surface, those who work in caves, underwater scuba divers, you're actually under increased atmospheric pressure. And so the difference between the oxygen bar and hyperbaric oxygen therapy is that the therapy combines both the 100% oxygen and the pressure, which are both bioactive. Each one separately will not yield the same results. Okay. And the oxygen is under pressure. Correct. And you breathe that in, and, it, and as you breathe it in, it gets into your to your bloodstream. Correct. Now, this may be a silly question, mm-hmm. but I got to ask, yeah. do, do you, because it's under pressure, do you get that oxygen through your pores and your skin? No, that's a misconception. You're actually breathing it on in. The, in that's just, the only way to get it. The integumentary system, you can become saturated with oxygen. It's not going to get to its beneficial effects by going through the pores and get to where you need to. Okay. But you, your skin can absorb the oxygen, but the primary modality of breathing 100% oxygen under pressure is that it forces so much more into gas. And I give the analogy of the closed soda can, which I also tell my patients. If you have a soda and you shook it on up, you're actually forcing more of that carbon dioxide that's in the can into the liquid. And if you, as a prank, you rapidly opened it on up. There it goes. Exactly. And I tell my patients, why do you think that happened? It's the mere fact that you force the gas into solution and then you decrease the pressure and the gas came out of solution Got and it. it bubbled on out. So it's the same thing with oxygen and hyperbaric oxygen therapy. You're forcing more of the oxygen into solution and it dissolves where it needs to go in regard to it. And that gets complicated in regards to the laws of chemistry. So there are laws that essentially dictate how gases behave under ideal conditions. And manipulating those laws can allow you to get the gas where it needs to go, primarily oxygen and hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And this is an ideal situation. Correct. Well, there's so many people that learned so much today, including myself. Yeah. I am so glad you came. Well, thank you. Well, it, it, it was such a pleasure. It was wonderful having you here. Great tips. We learned so much, Dr. McCullough. Thank you. For more information or an appointment at Hamilton Wound and Hyperbaric Center, call 706-272-6596. 706-272-6596. Or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash wound to learn more. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. 